Hey, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day, there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 118, and today we've got something special to share with you about the podcast, so stay tuned and listen in. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we are streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcast app, we've got it on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. Now with that, let's get back to the show. Like I said just a few moments ago, we've got something special to share with you, all of you listeners. We have been at this podcast for, this is actually the fifth production year. So 2020 is the fifth production year of the show. And what we are doing over the past four and a half years, I guess you could say, we the structure of our show has been kind of a, an interview structure where we bring in industry experts, we bring in product experts, and I, the host, Tony Kramer, I interview them. Well, we thought now would be a cool time to try to change or or kind of mix up our structure a little bit. So I was talking with one of my coworkers. I threw this idea out to him. He said, well, let's try it. Let's see what happens, see where it goes. So I am excited to welcome the new co-host of the podcast, Mr. Jake Maurer himself. So welcome aboard, Jake. Thanks. Thanks. It's good to be here. So what we're going to do with this show going forward is going to be, and I shouldn't say that, we are still going to have the traditional interview type episodes where I, again, will sit down with industry experts. I will sit down with product specialists. I will sit down with people in the industry and talk and interview them just like we have in the past. What we're going to do is we're going to add this new structure, this new platform of podcast where Jake and I sit down and maybe do a little deeper dive on some of the products that we've just very briefly touched on in the past. So uh, maybe it's something on planters, something specific about planters, or maybe it's answering your questions or maybe some of the, the commonly asked questions throughout different stages of the growing season. So that's kind of what we're looking at. Uh, I'm really excited to try this out. Please, you guys as listeners, let us know what you think. Do you like the new format? Um, would you rather we just go back to the old interview style? And again, that's not going anywhere. Um, we're going to keep that. Uh, we're just going to add in this new style. So what I want to do now is I want to hand it over to Jake. And Jake, you know, let's. I know you've been on the podcast before. So you're you're a a veteran at this. You're not a rookie. 
So what we can do is let's just talk about your background and how you've been involved in the ag industry and kind of where you are today with RDO as the Midwest Ag Region agronomist. Okay, now before we get started though, we got to come up with a name for something like this. That is a very good point. That is a good point. We need a I name. Mean, yeah, I mean, it can't just be, oh, yeah, well, this is where Jake's going to come in, so we're going to just skip that one. It's got to be, we got to make this, like, people are going to look forward to something like this. All right, so tell you what, Jake, what if we let the listeners decide? Love it. Absolutely. The, so you guys as listeners, what can we call this segment? Let us know. Reach out to us on Twitter. Leave comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube listening to this, leave some comments. Um, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at RDO Tony K. I'm at RDO Jacob M. So let us know what should we call this segment of our podcast or this structure of our podcast. Yeah, I think that's where, that's where we start. We start with that. All right, I like okay. it. Okay, now now we can we can dive into the the content, the meat and potatoes of what we're going to talk about today. So a little bit about myself, like Tony said, I've I've been on a couple of times. Probably you learned more about me than you wanted to know. Um, so this is either going to be a oh cool we get to hear more for the, from this guy, or it's going to be a well let's hope that Tony figures out really quick that this isn't going anywhere. Um, but regardless, well let's try this out. So. Uh, a little bit about me. I come from central Kansas. That's where I grew up. Now, I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up in town. Uh, my grandpa farmed in southwest Iowa, and I tell you, that was the, the greatest thing ever, uh, getting to go out there. And he ran all kinds of different types of machinery. You know, we ran side hill combines. Uh, he had four-row planters, four-row combines. I mean, it was a small fleet. But, you know, in that little corner of America... If you had 500 acres, you were doing pretty good. He was a, it was a mixed operation, had some livestock, some pasture ground, and then also had the row crop. And, but he only planted corn and soybeans. He dabbled in oats every now and then, wheat, maybe a crop or two. But that's where my passion came from. So I, I was just all kinds of excited about that. Of course, living in town, there's not a lot of crops you can grow. Now, I, I carpet farmed and, and I farmed the uh, the back half of the backyard as much as anyone and my sandbox farming would have put just about anybody to shame, don't get me wrong. But really a lot of my excitement and passion didn't come until, until I got to college. And I, I started in school at Kansas State in engineering of all things and then dabbled in construction science. And if I were to tell you yeah, I majored in construction science at any given point, and you saw my handiwork with a hammer, you would say, well, that was, it was truly one of those don't quit your day job, but certainly don't make that your day job because that was never going to work for you. So it wasn't until really late in my college career um, where I had one of those, everyone kind of has one of those really personal, intimate conversations with someone that they truly trust, and mine was with my grandma. And I says, Grandma, I want to get into farming. I, I absolutely, I want to get into agriculture. At that point, the farm had kind of been, you know, we had sold off the farm. The acreage was uh, was being rented out. And so my opportunity to go and do the traditional style of farming, that was never going to be a, cho a choice of mine to make. But the opportunity came to, to get into agribusiness and to learn about economics. And you're talking about, you know, 2008, 
where there were so many dynamics. I mean, that's when you saw the the price of farmland in Iowa going over 5,000 bucks an acre. And you saw commodities getting just off the charts. We were starting to see ethanol really grow. And here we are, uh, this kid wanting to get into ag. And I tell you what, I, I learned a ton of stuff. I started from really ground zero working in the dairy, working in the in the uh, feedlot business, and just trying to learn every single thing I could to the point where people would look at me and say, oh, God, this kid won't last two weeks. And then here he is. You know, he's been here three years, four years. And so I got out of college. I did graduate finally after many changes along the way and uh, got into agribusiness and started as a, a traditional sales agronomist for a co-op in, in northeast Kansas and really learned a lot about what I really don't know. <laughs> that was my most my most favorite term was you don't know what you don't know. And I lived and I died by that term. And it wasn't until I started figuring out I got to learn it for myself. I got to go get my feet wet, go get uh, go get that green layer off of me and, and get in there and, and start just digging in. It wasn't until you kind of come to terms with yourself and figure out who you are that uh, you start you start really becoming a part of the industry and the industry starts becoming a part of you. So the journey kind of took off. Um, I went back to school for my master's degree and, and learned a lot about ag tech, a lot about data, a lot about code, um, and really started getting into this precision ag thing that was just starting to take off. And, you know, along the way had a number of different stops in education, in extension work, and now here I am at RDO Equipment Company, and I tell you, it's the greatest job ever. I get to do literally all the things that I could have ever dreamed of. I get to, I get to work with guys like Tony, uh, doing everything from talking about farming and talking about ag tech, to going out and working with with the growers on field trials and projects, and getting to write about it through a, a list of columns and and, uh, and notes that I get to write. And, and now here we are today talking about this, this journey that we're, we're starting on, this new journey. And Tony, I tell you, it's going to be a lot of fun as we start kind of getting back and forth and we start sharing some of those experiences um, that our, our paths are finally going to cross and we're going to start, we're gonna start uh, uh, showing, showing what our different sides of, of our story kind of uh, how they relate. So... Yeah, and that's one thing that I I wanted to mention and bring up is and and you guys will kind of understand it once I talk a little bit about my background. But before we do that, so as an agronomist, Jake, the RDO agronomist yep. for the Midwest Ag Region, right? What is it that you do on the day to day? Why does an equipment company have an agronomist on staff? I get that question every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It wasn't until, I want to say it was last year, there was a certain point in time where we were out in the field and we were looking at this crop and usually we're talking about settings on a piece of equipment. I mean, we work for an equipment dealer, we work for a John Deere dealer. And of course, you know, it's pretty easy to start looking at these settings, but it wasn't until we started seeing some real agronomic issues and the impacts we were having from whether it be beating the soil to death by running a piece of tillage equipment over and over and over again to, you know, we were just trying to bring some of that moisture to the surface, start drying things out, where we basically started seeing our, our soil, um, basically our entire soil layer collapse on itself. Um, the seeds weren't going in the ground. We were getting no seed seed to soil contact. 
you know, where we had planning dates all kinds of screwed up. I mean, it wasn't until we started really looking at the, the calendar and we started kind of thinking about, well, why are we having the issues we're having that I started realizing that I'm, I'm speaking agronomic terms. And we spend so much time talking about iron and talking about features and benefits that rarely do we talk about the true agronomic impact. Um, rarely do we, t- do we truly tie the agronomics to the equipment. And I want to say that if I were to ever explain what my role is, it's, it's truly bringing that agronomic background and that agronomic um, storyline to the pieces of equipment that we're all so very familiar with. That uh, explains it completely, and and that's really what it is. From my understanding, uh, it's that education side of things is tying tying the equipment that we use to the agronomics and how they tie together. So that's a little bit on Jake and his background. Um, I will do the same now, explain a little bit about where I came from, and then talk about this unique perspective of having both Jake and I on the show I come from a small town, South Central Minnesota. I grew up in Hector, Minnesota. So I got to laugh. You say that you were a town kid. Well, technically, I was a town kid too, but my dad always farmed with his brothers. So I got to, I got to claim either side. If I, if I wanted to claim being a town kid, I could say, well, no, I live in town, guys. But if I wanted to say that I was a farm kid, I could because I was working on the farm since I was old enough to walk. So I laugh when you say that, well, I was a town kid. Well, I kind of was too. But anyways, um, so yeah, grew up in Hector, Minnesota. Uh, my, my father still farms with four of his brothers down there. Um, I came to the Fargo-Moorhead area for college. And uh, so obviously agriculture, dad farming, ag is in my blood. It's always been a part of my life. It's what I grew up knowing and doing. Um, I, I never had, well, I take that back. I did have one other job. I was a lifeguard. Yes, in my teenage years, I was a lifeguard. Beyond that, majority of what I did was agriculture related, whether it be working on the family farm. Um, I worked for Seneca Foods, uh, Green Giant, picking green peas and sweet corn. Um, I did that for a little while uh, once I was old enough to do that. But I came to Fargo-Moorhead for college and A lot of people would not believe me when I say this, but when I came to college, Jake, I wanted nothing to do with the ag industry. And everybody's like, what, how, how is that even possible? You grew up with ag, you know about ag. And what I said to myself was, I always have the farm to fall back onto. If I want to be in ag, all I got to do is move home and farm. So I went to school, uh, much like many other people, my major changed three, four, five, six times, whatever it may be. And uh, I landed on just because I didn't know where I wanted to go. I landed on a just a general business degree. Sales, marketing and management were kind of the three focuses of that general business degree. Well, coming into my my last year of school, I said to myself, well, you know, I don't, when I came up here to school, I worked for a farmer. (laughs) Again, agriculture, all my jobs are ag related. And I said, you know, if I'm going to graduate with a business degree, I should probably have some business background. Well, lo and behold, RDO had a sales internship posted. 
And I said, well, you know, I, I know ag, I'm comfortable with ag and I'm learning to be a salesman. So why not apply? Well, here we are 10 years later, <laughs> did, uh, I did some time as a salesman. I did some time makes it sound like I was in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did a little bit of time in a, a sales role at our Lisbon, North Dakota location uh, about a year and a half into that, I got the opportunity to join the product specialist team. Um, so that's my background in ag and kind of what I had asked you, what you do and your responsibilities with RDO. So I'll explain the same with mine. So I, I spent some time as a product specialist covering our Breckenridge and Fergus Falls, Minnesota locations. And to explain product specialist, a lot of people say, well, what is a product specialist or what product do you specialize in? At RDO, we refer to ourselves or our team as product specialists. Uh, Other John Deere dealerships out there may refer to them as um, integrated solutions consultants or intelligent solutions consultants, um, AMS consultants. So our product specialist team is no different than the neighboring John Deere dealers IS team. Um, Just to clear that up so everybody understands product specialist, um, we deal with any of the the technology, the the ISG type stuff or uh, intelligent solutions group type uh, components. So now I I sit in as a supervisor, product specialist supervisor here in the Red River Valley. So myself and uh, four product specialists, we support the eight stores within the Red River Valley. Now, Jake, you, in your agronomist role, you cover all of Midwest Ag, which is what region? So we would still have the, we'd have the eight stores that that Tony would be the product specialist supervisor and have his uh, four product specialists for. Then also the stores of uh, Washburn, Hazen, and Bismarck, where you have Brent Horner and and his team. And then also down in the South Dakota group, which would be our Webster, Aberdeen, and Redfield stores, that would be led by Terry Locker as the product specialist supervisor. Yep. So Jake covers that. That's referred to as our Midwest Ag region. I am here in the Red River Valley with my team of four product specialists uh, covering the eight stores here. So our as the product specialist team, Again, people say, well, what product do you specialize in? We do just about everything you could imagine. Uh, of course, it all starts out with the the typical AMS components. Um, you got GPS receivers, you got the Green Star displays, um, rate controllers, all of that stuff. But then it comes into we also specialize in equipment knowledge. So it's not one piece of equipment. It's essentially the entire John Deere portfolio. But we, we work with customers on optimizing their machines, making sure that they're running, running to their fullest potential, whether it be a planter, a sprayer, a combine, yes, even a tillage tool. We optimize tillage tools. Tillage is not just a piece of iron that you pull through the ground. That is a very important piece of the entire growing puzzle. Right, Mr. Agronomist? Uh, yeah. Yeah, unless you're no-till. Unless you're no-till. I take, yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't want to offend any no-tillers or, or minimum-till uh, um, growers out there. So very good point. See, See that's, that's why what, you have me. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. 
So that just gives you guys a little idea about Jake and his background, as well as myself and my background. And one of the unique perspectives that that is going to come to this podcast segment is through Jake's background and and his history of work, he definitely brings a lot more. He I talk about it like you're not sitting next to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm right here. You I got to get used to that yeah. co-host. Yep. You bring a lot more of the the agronomics to the table, the the agronomic understanding and the education and things like that. Whereas myself and my background, I have a lot more experience and knowledge when it comes to the equipment itself. Right. So that's going to bring yep. a very unique perspective to uh, these podcast segments going forward is Jake and I bouncing things back and forth, um, him bringing more of that agronomic end of things to the table, me bringing more of the the equipment itself and the knowledge on the equipment to the table. So I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I'm really excited to kind of see how this goes. Again, you as listeners, let us know what you think. If you really like these new segments or if you would just rather uh, not listen to Jake and you just want. (laughs) Yeah, you just hit skip and you'll go to the next one and then it'll be, you know, you'll figure it out. Yes, exactly. 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 but no, uh, in in all honesty, let us know what you think. Uh, shoot us ideas for names out there. We're really excited to see what uh, some of you think we should call this podcast or this uh, this segment of the podcast, this different structure that uh, kind of wraps it up for this first episode. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah, we're going to have a good time with this. We are. All right. Well, Tony Kramer. Jake Maurer. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Visit rdoequipment.com backslash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you have missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on any device or streaming service.